Hello and welcome to a Melbourne Theatre Company podcast. I'm Fiona Gruber and I'm about to talk to David Williamson, one of Australia's best-known playwrights. He's written a play, Rupert, about the world's most powerful media mogul. So what does he think about The Great Tycoon and what sort of play has he created? Now, we've all got an idea of Rupert Murdoch, haven't we? We've seen him so often on television, we've read about him, we read his papers. How do you portray someone like that? Oh, look, Fiona, this is exuberant and theatrical. It was no use trying to put a documentary on stage because documentaries are better done on film. So after a lot of mucking around and trying to get the form right, I thought, well, finally, this is Rupert's cabaret. He comes on stage, he casts the other actors, he casts a younger Rupert who is considerably more... Uh, rugged and charismatic than we remember young Rupert but that's his prerogative he's cast the thing and he tells his story and his story basically is a good news story that um, he has used his immense power for the the good of humankind Uh, whatever feelings I had about Rupert I tried assiduously to put them aside and tell Rupert's story from Rupert's point of view, so that if the audience differs from that point of view, they've got to work out why they don't agree with what he's saying, uh, because they won't get um, a left-wing playwright coming in and telling them the reasons why they have to leave the theatre hating Rupert. Do you still see yourself as a left-wing playwright? Many of my (laughs) critics don't. Uh, They say I'm far too middle of the road um, and far too even-handed. In fact... I still see myself on the um, the social democratic side of the political spectrum, always have. But in this case, I've tried to divorce my um, private feelings from the play in order to try and bring Rupert alive. The Rupert we know exists, we don't often see on media because he's too controlled and too um, careful. But I read something like 20 biographies and vast amounts of good journalism on Rupert, including a lot of journalism by those who have worked for him. And the private Rupert is um, quite different. So I wanted to bring that real Rupert to life, the Rupert who can be a tyrant, the Rupert who can be charming. So, yeah, I've let him rip. Do you feel any kind of sympathy or empathy with how Rupert Murdoch has dealt with some of the big decisions in his life? Do you have a sort of sneaking respect for him at all? Oh, yes. Look, anyone that can go from uh, afternoon Adelaide newspaper to ruling the world has got to have the um, respect. There's a, a tiny psychopath in all of us that uh, is fascinated uh, by the mechanisms of ruthlessness. And um, I think no one would doubt that Rupert has been ruthless. He's got a unique range of capabilities he must have to have carried him to where he is, and that's what I'm interested in, in a dramatist, rather than making moral judgments. I think I've got a line in it where his mother said, I'm full of admiration for your achievements, Rupert, but like Genghis Khan's mother, I'm sometimes a little worried by the methods. <laughs> what about Wendy Deng? What about the whole oh, rather awkward divorce situation that sprung up since you started this? How have you dealt with that? Are you, have you been robust with it? No, well, I, I haven't. We've, we've got a Tony Blair in the, in the play, but I haven't suggested that she's had an affair with Tony Blair as some of the... Uh, uh, the tweeting has uh, has suggested no, not not uh, look. The, their marriage is broken up. Rupert treats that in his own way on stage and uh, and moves on. Now, I read a great anecdote about how you met him once and posed for a photograph. Yes, my wife was working for Fairfax as a journalist. She was working for a very hard hitting 
weekly journal called the National Times. They uh, did not like the Murdoch takeover of the Australian press and so there was a sticker around that says Murdoch is bad news and my wife had plastered it all over our refrigerator and on the morning of the uh, the opening of the movie Gallipoli which Rupert funded, half funded uh, and I had written for Peter Weir, the photographer came around and saw it and I didn't see it and he manoeuvred me in such a way it was there prominently in the background and then I had to go and meet Rupert and Nana that night at the opening. Rupert was perfectly charming, he, damn, he knew what had happened uh, but Anna was as cold as I, she couldn't bear to talk to me um, thinking that I'd, um, I'd arranged it deliberately. Has Rupert been invited? I hope he has, I'll ask. I'd love him to come. Um, I doubt whether he will, but certainly a lot of the Murdoch family are coming because uh, Kristen and I are having dinner with them prior to a show um, in the first week. Dame Elizabeth left 192 descendants or something like that, some huge number, so there's a lot of Murdochs out there. We're talking to them before the show. I might have to run after the show if they don't like it, but, uh, but there you are. You weren't worried about being sued at any stage? Oh, of course I've been um, uh, worried. We've had lawyers um, going over it with a fine-tooth comb just to make sure. But one good thing about Rupert is that he seldom sues. I guess he takes the attitude, look, my press has said terrible things <laughs> about all manner of people, so it would look a bit funny if I, uh, I objected to it happening my, to myself. You said in an interview that... You're going back to your early days of the uh, Pram Factory and La Mama and, and you're putting on a sort of a rough theatre. Well, that was Graham Blundell's turn. Uh, to, he loved rough theatre. I don't think this is going to be rough at all. I think we've got Lee Lewis, who's one of the most polished uh, young directors on the horizon. So you're not going to see a rough show, but uh, in the sense, I think Graham was using the word in the sense that it is consciously theatrical. It's artifice. There's no attempt to try and convince the audience they're watching real life. So it's an all singing, dancing... Well, there's not that much singing, actually, but there's quite a bit of dancing and there's a lot of music. Rupert hasn't got a very good singing voice, so we didn't, uh, we didn't, I didn't write any arias for him. Are you kind of like reliving those early days of stick-it-to-them political theatre that you forged your reputation on back in the 70s? Oh, yeah, look, I enjoy... Um, I've enjoyed going back... To theatre, theatre, which is, um, you know, I've been writing um, social comedies now for, for many years, interspersed with some other stuff, but um, this is back to the tradition of not trying to make the audience suspend disbelief and believe that they're watching real characters in real situations. The audience will know they're watching theatre because Rupert tells them it's theatre and... and this is his version of history, and if you want to dispute it, well, he'll argue with you if you're in the audience. So there's going to be a bit of the biffo back and oh, forth, a yeah, yes, bit of yeah. interaction. Yeah. Anyone come up on stage? Well, uh, we, we will wait and see, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much indeed, David Williamson. Pleasure, Fiona.